You're listening to Decay Mag Sessions. Exclusive interview. Actress, producer, director, Tammy Gillis. My name is Ken Artuz, founder for DK Mag. Joining me this afternoon is actress, producer, director, Tammy Gillis. Gillis has over 18 years, earning 55 acting credits in film and television. The numerous sci-fi and thriller television series include her role as Jane, a Lambda mercenary in sci-fi's original series, Ghost Wars. She has also made a guest appearance on Once Upon a Time, Supernatural, Lost Girl, Continuum. Gillis will portray Deputy Marsha Staub in the upcoming freeform thriller slash fantasy series, Siren. Siren debuts March 29, 2018. Thank you for your time and for this interview, Ms. Gillis. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And I'd like to start each interview by asking the interviewee to take a moment to provide an origin story. And I tell you, I, I was reading over your bio. Yeah, you have a lot to say. You're a well-accomplished actress. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, the origin of where, how it all began. Is that what you're looking for? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, um, I started acting in high school. I was really lucky because I'm from a super small town in Manitoba. I grew up, the population was about 800 people. So uh, a new English teacher moved to town, uh, Darlene Grimstead, and she started a drama club after school. So I participated in that because I was always really interested in it and we growing up in manitoba there's a big theater community especially in winnipeg and they had a traveling theater road show that would come to mccreary um every year and my friends and i would line up for it and it would just be amazing being drawn into this world i did not however go to university to be an actor because i'd never really known anyone as an actor i'd never had any role models as an actor i didn't really think that it was a possibility to be an actor. So I took the safe route and uh, went to university originally to be a lawyer. And then I ended up transferring into uh, a business, uh, the faculty of commerce. And when I was in university, I got scouted to model and I didn't, I wasn't that great at modeling. I didn't really enjoy it, <laughs> uh, but I did start auditioning for commercials and short films. And then that's when I got the bug. Mm, that is so interesting. I it, I enjoyed when uh the, when I have an interviewee and they state that they went one course, but then life chose a different path for them. That's that's very amazing. And you just followed your passion. And wow, eighteen years and fifty five acting credits. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. I I agree with that. Like, I've always been one to sort of jump in and life can be scary and it can be hard to make those big choices instead of playing it safe. But I've found more often than not that things always work out for the best. As long as you have good intentions and you work hard, generally things will work out for the best. And if it doesn't, it teaches you some sort of lesson that you learn from. And hopefully you remember that and take that forward. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. And given that, uh, what is your obsession, your passion with 
the performing arts, be it acting and you as well, you're a producer and a director. What is that passion that drives you? I really like exploring and discovering how people work uh, and how they operate. So when I get the opportunity to work on a new character, I really like to dive in and investigate what, where does this all come from and what is this really driving this person? And the like the great thing for me is when you get the opportunity to just kind of drop who you are and become this other person. Granted, there's still elements of you in that, but um, yeah, I, I've always loved to perform and I just love having the ability to help people escape and maybe feel things that they don't allow themselves to feel in their real lives. Nice. And looking over your film credits, especially in the field of sci-fi and thriller, I noticed that you tend to portray strong female characters. And we're in Women in Horror Month right now. And so some of the uh, characters you portray don't necessarily fall into horror, but they do have that strong persona. Uh, what is your opinion on these characters aside from uh, the typical uh, damsel in distress that tends to be uh, the stereotype for females in, in film? Well, I think part of it comes from definitely who I am as a person. I feel like I'm a pretty strong person. Um, so I really enjoy performing these characters that are strong and stand up for themselves and, you know, maybe get into a little trouble along the way, but <laughs> I would love to, I would love to portray, um, I would love to be in like a really super scary, gory thriller. That would be so much fun. I actually did a movie, an independent movie a couple of years ago where I had the ability to do that. And I was like all covered in fake blood and everything. And it was so much fun. Uh, <laughs> but it, has, it hasn't been released yet. But as far as I know, they're finally in the stages of finishing it. So hopefully that'll be out soon. Oh, great. Uh, looking forward to that. And that leads me to my next question. Uh, you, you span across uh, comedy, romance, drama, and you have thriller. Uh, what in particular uh do really stand out for you and really uh your focus that you want to continue let's say for horror or something like that well i really enjoy comedy a lot um in vancouver but i'm primarily based out of vancouver and in vancouver there isn't a lot of comedy i felt like i've sort of had to go towards eastern canada to be able to you know be a part of comedic shows but like comedy for me is just so fun and it's not like work at all it's like bring it on but i recently uh read for a new pilot that's coming out and a lot of the ones that i've sort of read for this year have an element of comedy and an element of drama to it which i really like that combination so it's like you can have these moments of of laughter and humor and then you can have these you know deeper more dramatic moments but that being said i'd also love to you know transform into some sort of crazy creature that maybe like attacks and kills people <laughs> <laughs> you have an underlying uh, love for horror i noticed that <laughs> 
Oh yeah, absolutely. There's nothing better than watching a horror movie. Even like, you know, it doesn't have to be a good one. It can be like a really terrible one made for $5,000. It's still like, it's going to pull me in. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's surprising me that there's no uh, comedic productions in that area that you mentioned is uh, is the area are they serious toned in that area that they have no comedy that well we get them once in a while and and sometimes we'll get like feature films that have a lot of comedy in it especially because like seth rogan and evan goldberg grew up in vancouver so they're pretty loyal and they bring uh, features back to canada and especially vancouver every once in a while but I think part of it is because there's so much rain in Vancouver and it's very dark a lot mm. of the time. And Vancouver sort of grew into the film industry being very dark and sci-fi based with like shows like Stargate and um, the X-Files and that sort of stuff. So I don't think that Canon or Vancouver is really known for the comedy versus Toronto has a lot more comedy. There's a lot more Canadian comedy. And also they have like Second City in Toronto and there's more comedians there. Um, So I'm not really sure why I'm like, bring on the comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Something tells me that you may be in a comedy slash horror sometime soon. (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? That cross, I'd love it. (laughs) <laughs> something like uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead or Zombieland or something like that. Absolutely. <laughs> and also, uh, over the years, you have earned um, so many awards. Uh, the UBCP Actra Award for Best Actress, um, Best Guest Performance in a Dramatic Series, to name a few. The Leo Award 2016. Um these accomplishments, uh, how much do they mean to you for your 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 path and your growth in your career as a female? Well, I didn't win for Best Guest Performance. I was nominated. For the two Leo Awards, I was nominated. But that was a huge honor just to be nominated. And I know that people see, think that that's cliche. But when it's actually happening to you, it really is an honor to be counted among these other super talented women that you admire. Um, but winning the UBCP Actor Award was really, really special because it was nominated and uh, voted on by uh, my peers and like people that I admire um, and have admired growing up as an actor in Vancouver. And then also friends of mine who's, you know, I've acted with them or just, you know, really admired how they've built their careers and how talented they are. So it was a really, really special evening. I was there with my agent, Sam Jewell at play. And I was really surprised. <laughs> I would, I couldn't believe that they called my name. Um, so it was, I was really overwhelmed, but it was really special to win for Menorca because it was a really challenging movie for me to make and it was kind of scary for me to make because I got a lot of negative backlash when I first said that I was playing this role a lot of people just couldn't wrap their head around how um, a mother could leave her family and most especially her son Uh, so it there was a lot of pressure I felt on me to really show the audience how 
unhappy this woman was and she wasn't being selfish she was just trying to survive basically so it was a it was a huge honor and i'm incredibly overwhelmed and over the moon about it uh, congratulations to that thank you and you've mentioned uh you had negative backlash that also ties into my next question has there been any time in your career that you have the naysayers and what was your drive into approving these groups or people wrong oh yeah absolutely being an actor it's, it's a tough job there's a lot of no's there's a lot of pressure surrounding certain things and the biggest thing that I've learned, because there was a time when I'd let that affect me and sort of stop me from what I was trying to pursue. And the biggest rule in show business is nobody knows anything. And that's a line from William Goldman. Uh, so I remember like way, 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 way back in my career when I first moved to Vancouver and I auditioned for one casting director in particular who's a tough nut to crack mm. and he didn't look at me even once when i was auditioning mm. wow okay <laughs> and then and then the feedback to my agent was <laughs> she was about as exciting as watching paint dry and that wow. killed me for about a year oh, and wow. then i finally woke up and i was like you know what i'm gonna prove him wrong and i made it my goal for him to love me to make my performances so interesting that he would call me inconsistently. And after working at it for three, four years, I started getting called in on a very consistent basis in that room. And I started booking the most I've ever booked with that casting director in particular. So I am appreciative now that he said that because it made me work harder and be more creative. But the biggest advice I have is don't listen, like take everything with a grain of salt. Try not to take it personally and see how you can change whatever that comment or feedback is into a positive that works for you. But keep going. Don't let it destroy you. Uh, your mindset in this business has to be so strong and your belief in yourself has to be so strong that whatever roadblock blocks come up, you will jump over them. You will find a way around them. Uh, because it's happened to all of us. And it's like, that isn't the only time that's happened to me, but that's definitely one time that stands out. Uh, yeah, I agree 1000% with what you said. And especially in this business, it is, you have to be tough skinned and you have to persevere of the negative comments and the constructive criticism as well. That's right. And it's so much it's so much harder now with social media because people that you don't even know that are uh, they are anonymous, they can, you know, like a comment on some of your social medias can be just devastating. Like mm -hmm. people can be so cruel. And I'm just like, I, I don't want any part of that. I choose kindness and uh, it's like you don't you don't need to tear someone else down in order to build yourself up. And that is one of the negative aspects of social media because it's so anonymous. 
but at the same time we need social media to in order to build our portfolios and to network so it has its pros and cons absolutely it can be an incredible thing i think it's amazing that you can reach out to somebody that you really admire or you know you've seen their work and you throw them a comment and they see it and respond and are just even like you know reach out to let's say will smith jumps into my head because he's been a lot on instagram lately but like you can reach out to will smith and he or someone on his team maybe might respond or like a comment that you said and as as a performer as an actor uh, like i think it's amazing when people reach out and tell me that they enjoyed my performance that makes me so happy and makes me feel like what i'm doing matters absolutely and it's funny that just gotta touch on this real quick before i continue uh will smith he's applying the use of social media to build up his brand which is himself again and going on to instagram for that and is working well for him and yeah he's 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 always been such a positive guy yeah that yeah absolutely i think like he, i think he's kind of looking at the rock and how well the rock is doing exactly. <laughs> and he's like i think maybe i should be start doing some of that well, spread th- some good kindness in the world of course this is the new frontier uh yeah. the production costs are zero in creating content for the web as opposed to having uh, five, fifty, sixty thousand dollars to create a series. Yeah, absolutely. And that also jumps into your you produced, directed the support group, uh, which is a web comedy series. Uh, talk us some more about that project. That was really fun. That's the first thing I've ever really directed. And I'd been talking just casually to people and sort of mulling over the idea of directing. Uh, Something I've always wanted to do, like my biggest dream is I want to open my own production company and create content, Uh, not just for myself, for, you know, people. Um, And so I used to teach and coach actors across North America as just sort of like a side thing because I sort of took the formula that I've used to become a working actor and tried to see if I could help other people do that. So three young women that I'd worked with uh, have approached me and they said, you know, we've come up with this idea for a web series. We've written some episodes. Would you be interested in looking at and potentially directing it? So that I was like, perfect. I don't have to create the content. (laughs) Um, And I really love these girls and I love working with them. And I thought this is a really great way to get my feet wet in directing, see if this is something that I'd be interested in. So we put our noses down and we worked really hard and we shot, I think, how many episodes is it? Six, six episodes for like $5,000. And we shot, on the weekends over a month and a half-ish, I think. Uh, we had a really, really incredible group of people that worked for nothing, and the girls did a really good job producing and arranging everything. So that was a that was a huge learning curve and a lot of fun, and it, it's definitely something I want to pursue 
So I'm attempting to write some scripts and I found out that that's really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think hard is in, is in your vocabulary. You see everything that you accomplished so far and everything that you have said right now. <laughs> well, thank you. And for short term versus long term, what is your legacy? What do you want to be known for in this industry? Hmm. I'd want to be known for someone that, you know, supports and lifts people up a big, like a big thing for me, especially coming from a small town and why I started teaching actors is because in Winnipeg, like it's Winnipeg. It's funny. Cause whenever I go back there, it sort of feels like I'm in a time warp and all of a sudden we're like back in like the 1990s. <laughs> um, but I want to help people be successful. I want people to see where I came, came from and know that if they want this as a dream, they can achieve it and that there is support out there for people. And don't be afraid to ask for help and don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, and then eventually, I, like I said, I want to produce and make my own movies and I want to tell more movies that, you know, that enter. I just want... I want to help people like feel good and laugh and forget their worries and, you know, maybe be scared out of their minds at time with a thriller or horror, but maybe laugh and maybe cry and feel emotions. They don't let themselves feel in real life. Uh, I believe, you know, being an actor, it's an important job, uh, especially in today's world right now, there's so much going on that can just weigh everyone down. Right. Yeah. So I'm just, I just hope to, you know, leave a positive impact and support and love some people. And that's all I can do, I think. <laughs> it's a huge contribution in itself. And for Ghost Wars, for sci-fi jumping onto uh, the horror aspect, it's in its second and final season now? No, we just shot the entire first season. Okay. As far as I, we, as far as I know, we haven't heard anything about if there's going to be a second season or oh, not okay. yet. But it was just announced that it's going to be on Netflix worldwide on March second. But working on that show was some of the most fun I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah, just full up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got to do stuff I've never done before as a mercenary. You know, I'm a highly skilled operative, so I needed to learn how to use my weapon and use it efficiently as well as, you know, look like I knew what I was doing. And I got to shoot guns and jump in helicopters and work with a lot of my friends, which was really, really fun. And then work with some like amazingly talented people like Avin, the lead actor who's actually Canadians really really great but then also work with people like Kim Coates who's also Canadian oh, uh, but I'm a huge fan of Sons of Anarchy yeah, and then uh, you know Vincent D'Onofrio and Meatloaf it was um yeah as well as all the local talent it was really it was so much fun Oh, it looks it looks exciting i was just checking out the trailers and some of the videos before our interview it, it looks very intense good visuals there it's, a, it, it's very intense like the ghosts are really creepy and um it's like when you think one thing is going to happen something completely different does 
it's it's uh, yeah, it's definitely worth watching. I really enjoyed watching the whole series. Oh, I really enjoy the sci-fi original series. Every content that they dish out is absolutely mind-blowing with the visuals and the scare factors. Yeah, yeah, they're really good at what they do. And now you're going to be starring on Freeform's uh, upcoming thriller fantasy, Siren. Now this in particular, I was not expecting this uh, story concept. Mermaids. I, I don't know, think that right? has been Isn't touched it before. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. I, I've never seen this before. Exactly. Tell us some more I, about that. <laughs> I think that's what's so exciting about it is that we've never seen mermaids portrayed in this way. You know, it's a, it's, it's a dark, mysterious show. And if you watch the trailer, which is so amazing, it's on, um, I believe it's on Freeform's website as well as on YouTube. It's like the lead actress that portrays one of the main mermaids, Aline, is just absolutely incredible in this role. She's so, just the transformation from her into being this mysterious creature is like, is amazing. Yeah, um, but it's a it's it's this <laughs> town that's obsessed with mermaids, and then it's sort of turned upside down when this mysterious girl comes to town, and then there's a bit of havoc created. And so I play one of the main town deputies to Deputy Marissa Stubb. So this is you know all of a sudden we're thrown into a world in our small town that all of a sudden things are not as they usually are. Hmm. I'll tell you that that is interesting. And I have to agree with you. The actress does. I mean, just for the trailer alone, I could see that there is so much tension uh, in that role that she's expressing. And this this is original concept. I've never seen anything like this before. And it's hitting on March 29th, 2018, correct? Yep, that's right. March 29th, the two hour premiere. I I know you're excited for that one. <laughs> Super excited. I can't wait to see it. It's like, it's so, what I love. Well, I don't love doing ADR, but what I love about ADR, which is automated dialogue replacement. I don't, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that is or what, if the people listening might be. But what it is, is when we shoot something and the sound isn't very well on the day, we have to go in and sort of, we have to lay down new uh tracks and try to match our performance so it's kind of hard because you have to get the timing you have to get the performance um and sometimes it can come off not great but uh a lot of the times the sound engineers are really really good so sometimes you can't really tell so but the exciting thing about going to do adr is that you get a sneak peek of each episode so I've gotten a couple sneak peeks and I'm just like, whoa, mind blown. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, yeah, um, the technique you're you're referring to, I'm well aware of that. And I <clears throat> it is it's in a way it's necessary in order for the sound to be it stands out over the overlaying uh, background music or any other special effects sounds that they have so it's quite necessary but it, i agree it's yeah. it could be tough because you have to match each scene each expression yeah and the thing is because you know there's so much water 
in Siren, the sound of the water was always a bit of a problem, if that makes sense. Like the water hitting the shore, hitting uh, like the dock or wherever. Because it is like a fishing town. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, that would explain the clip and how the sequence of events developed. Interesting. And after Siren, what other um, treats do you have in the works that you could uh, share with the audience? Well, I was I had a really, really amazing year, so I'm really grateful and uh, I was very busy. And at times there was, I was working on two shows, three shows at once, which was kind of crazy. And it's never happened to me before. And I absolutely loved it. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm a bit of a Hallmark darling. I love working for Hallmark, especially the rom-coms. Uh, so I have a couple of Hallmark movies coming up. One is called The Sweetest Heart, and we just finished filming that actually like two weeks ago, starring Julie Gonzalez and Chris McNally, and that is going to be on March 11th, I believe. Oh, no, wait. There's a couple of things happening. Okay, no, that's March 17th. Then I also am in a Hallmark Movies and Mystery movie, uh, which is part of the Fixer Upper series called Deadly Deed on March 19th. And then, of course, the Netflix worldwide premiere of Ghost Wars, then the premiere of Siren on March 29th. And then I also had a part in the Sony feature film A Dog's Way Home starring Ashley Judd. And that's going to be out in theaters at some point in the next year, I believe. So there's a whole bunch of stuff coming up. Wow. Three roles at the same time. How do you do that? Yes. Wow. <laughs> you have to, for me, I'm like, I have to be really, really well prepared in advance because mm. there can be no time for me to worry about remembering dialogue and or not having had made choices about my characters. So that like at one point it was kind of crazy because I was working on Siren in Vancouver and then I was shooting Fixer Upper in Victoria. So I was flying back and forth on float planes. So I'd, you know, fly to Victoria, shoot whatever I needed to shoot. And if I could, I'd try and fly back that night so then I could work on Siren the next day. Um, and luckily, heaven prayers answered. It all worked out because... In Victoria, you're flying on a float plane. So if it's foggy, they're not flying the planes. Mm. So there could have been times when it didn't work out, but my agent, who's amazing, took care of everything. And it and just like weather was on our side. It all worked out. It was a perfect time of year, actually. Um, and so, it, you know, I would go do my thing on one show let that go, focus on what I needed to do the next day. And it was just like, it was really just being super prepped and then having the ability to let that go and step into another character. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, it, it, it really is mind-blowing and how an actor or actress uh, takes on so many roles and provides distinct uh, performances, distinct uh attributes to each of these characters it's wow that's amazing that's talent right there <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> 
Yeah, because each character in their own right is is totally unique. You have from a rom-com, then you go through a thriller, and you, I know there's a preparation internally. I've seen it. It's Sometimes it's right. scary. Yeah, there's definitely preparation. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, definitely put the mindset to the character. And to close out the interview, please provide uh, your social media platform, your, where uh, audiences can tune in to you across Instagram and Facebook and so on and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. You can check out my personal website at TammyGillis.com. And then on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at RealTammyGillis. Please come follow me. I'd love for you to shout out that you uh, heard about it on uh, DK Mag interview. And then on Facebook, I'm at TammyGillisOfficial. Great. Uh, so there's more than one Tammy Gillis because you have to put the real Tammy Gillis there, huh? <laughs> Everybody says that. It's so funny because like when you try to pick a social media name, it's like you've got to find one A that's available and then try. I try to get them the same across all platforms because I'm so type A that and it makes it makes it easier just for people to tag you. Right. And I like giving shout outs to people when we work on projects, but when you have to go in and they change their handle, it's just like, oh man. So, <laughs> you know, but like, but the thing is, is now that it's like, once you get verified on all these, you don't want to change your name because then you're afraid they're going to remove the verification. And then it was a crazy process to go through it, to get it anyway. So it's just like, Yes, I am the real Tammy Gillis, and I'll stand behind that. <laughs> but you know what's funny? I have, a, I have a funny story, because somebody once asked me, well, did, has anyone tried to say that they were Tammy Gillis? And someone has. Really? At, a, at the film festival here in Vancouver a couple of years ago, apparently, a no. friend of mine was behind these two girls, and one of them was like, are you on the guest list? And she was like, yeah, I'm Tammy Gillis. And my friend's like, what? No, you're not. <laughs> no way. I'm like, oh well, no harm, no foul. She can get into the party. I wasn't going. <laughs> oh my god. So, so there you go. Real Tammy Gillis. <laughs> Verified. <laughs> yeah, but nobody else do it, okay? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Wow, that's that's funny. And thank you so so <laughs> excuse me. Thank you so much for for this interview and for this time and for all your your informative uh, outlook on acting, your career, and also for not giving up on dreams. That, that's one thing that I try to emphasize in my interviews is uh, that daily grind if you want to make it and achieve in the performing arts. Yeah, fight for your dream. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That really means a lot to me. And it was a pleasure talking to you. I hope you feel better. Yeah, I hope so too. Take care of that cold. <laughs> <laughs>